Hello and welcome to another CEF Tech Talking podcast. You join us here with Mark Coles from the IET. Dave's here as well. He's always here, you know, a stand, always standing here. Now, we are going to be talking today about generators. Generators. I always remember calling them generators because when you wanted to remember the laws in... Fleming's right. Yeah, yeah. Fleming's left and right used to generator. And then you knew the other one was for whatever. So this one was generator. Left and left <laughs> you used to see all the, the stu- apprentices when you knew they got through to that question in the exam paper and they'll be doing this everyone trying to work out what one well, the flux and which way is the direction all that so yeah anyway generators big ones small ones cheaper by the thousand that's it you've got everything I know about generators <laughs> yes, I must admit, it's not an area of strength for me so we're over to you on this one Mark. I think um, what I want to highlight here was in, in, um, in the troubled times we find ourselves in the cost of energy we are certainly in the IT's technical helpline. We're getting calls from people, not just installers, well, but we from people who are calling up and saying, I've bought a generator. We've, we've seen George over at ICS. He's got a generator yeah. set for his boat. his boat. He lives on a boat. That's right. yeah. He, he lives on his boat and he's got this generator set that he strikes up and uh, he puts petrol in it, off it goes, and that's charging his installation. And you, you're seeing more and more of that, are you, at the it, With the belief that if you fuel it from, you know, uh, diesel or petrol, whatever it would be, don't know, but... The concept is that they'll reduce their fuel bills. They'll get electricity in the house, of course, a lot of yeah. power, but they won't be using what's coming in from the street. They'll be using the generator. Ooh. Now, what I want to highlight is, is um, we, certainly in Europe. Now, one example in, in Europe that that is being outlawed in, in the Netherlands, actually, but they're buying PV panels. Right. It's, it's a generator. It's, it's a generator, it's a, yeah. yeah you know, it's the black box mentality, yeah. it doesn't matter what's going on, you've got the terminals coming out and you'll pick up the supply from there. Yeah. What's happening in, in uh, certainly in Germany, again, it's been outlawed in uh, the Netherlands, but they're buying PV with a cable, with a plug on the end, and the plug is the shoe core, the European yeah. shoe core plug. Oh. And they're plugging it in, they're hanging it on their balcony, for example, <laughs> and they'll plug it in to a socket, and then therefore they're, they'll synchronise and it's... It's yeah. back feeding in by the in. ring final circuit or the radio. What's also happening is those with bigger balconies are buying a number of these and <laughs> plugging them into an extension lead. Oh, wonderful. And one extension lead has oh, maybe three or four great. of these. Right, here we yeah. go. We're up uh, and running now, aren't we? And you think about it, <laughs> up to now in this in, in, over here, we what we've done is when we've had PV, if the supply goes off in the street, you wouldn't go into an island mode, the inverter would shut down. Yes, that's it. Yeah. So with that concept, where you've got a PV panel and another PV panel, if they lose the supply, the PV panel's looking at the other PV panel, you're generating oh, yes. and it's not shooting down. So you can end up feeding the whole yes, neighbourhood. Yeah. So it gets a bit silly. Not only dangerous, it gets a bit silly. <laughs> so that's what's happened. That's just one example of what's going on there. And no doubt people can buy these on eBay. Well, I, 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 themselves. I, I, my next door neighbour, when I used to live at two houses ago, um, we had a power cut in the road. Look, but you've had a power cut recently, David. We have lots of power cuts. Yeah, so he had, he had a, we had a power cut, and he wanted to have his heating on, and he worked out um, that if he got his generator set out and he put a long lead on there and he put a 13-amp plug on it and plugged it in, he worked out he could get the kitchen ring live. He turned off the consuming it. He knew, thought he knew what he was doing, and he livened it up just enough to get the boiler up and running so he could have heating. And I said to him, you, you do realise them pins are live? And he just couldn't get the, couldn't get it in his head what he was doing. The pins on the actual 
the 13 amp plug. They're oh, live. Right. They're going to be yeah. live. Yeah. And he said, yeah, but as someone doing it, it was back feeding into that ring yeah. final circuit for the kitchen. And that's what you're on about is happening with these balconies mm-hmm. and people doing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. And again, it's that's, these generator sets and, and the scale of the generator sets are something we're really going to have to start to look about. We talk about earthing from the standard and generator sets are in there. And we tend to think about generator sets as it's big, smelly, chuggy. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Put, yeah. Put diesel in and stuff like that. Don't we? But you're great at confirming that it's going to be batteries now are going to be the new generator sets, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. PV is going to be the next big thing. Now, when we say big thing, generator sets come in all different sizes, don't they? And, uh, I used to get quite a few calls on the helpline when I was when I was on the helpline for them years, and people were saying, "I'm trying to test or get a ZE from a generator set, and I couldn't get it." And it, through talking to them about what they tell me about the generator, the sets of generators were sort of small embedded generators, these small things, less than six kVA, oh, yeah, yeah. yes, or, or lower, them types of things. People weren't really understanding that you can't really get an earth from those, or you weren't meant to be getting an earth from those. Well, even though you had a socket out, it might have a thirteen amp socket out on there, but the yes. pin, the the pin of the 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 earth pin that you the receptacle when you put your uh, your plug in, that's just connected to the chassis. Yeah, that's it's it. not going back to the winding, so there's no earth path. Yeah, so you're just it's electrical separation that you're using. That's there. it. That's what I used to tell them. So the method of protection isn't ADS. So you're not going to expect an earth path to go back to the star point of the transformer, which is the generator, and then back out again and blow a fuse. That's not going to happen, is it? It would be. It would pop the fuse. It, it, or, well, overcurrent protection that, that could be circumvented, automatically yeah. provided. But yeah. it would, it, that, that would be overload or it would be short circuit yeah but not to earth now those generators because they're not earth they're fine for one item of current using equipment or they're actually they'd be fine for numerous class two yeah, items yeah. of equipment Loads of class two. but it's yeah. way if yeah. you're going to operate more than one item of class one current using equipment because it's not earthed yeah if you get faults on both of them you can you can pick up. You, you could be the path between the two of them because if a fault to earth on there, fault to the box, could be a washing machine, washing machine and a dryer. Let's just say, for example, yeah. this chap that you know has done. Oh that. yeah, yeah, the dodgy nightmare. And, yeah, and he's running that from a from a from a generator that um, that isn't earthed, and it's a floating generator. So you've just got the, the you've got the the line in neutral to the to the socket yeah. outlet, and he's got an extension lead. If you get faults on them between them, you can then be the path, the fault path, uh, and that could would, be yeah. super dangerous, and you. Yeah, you know, the RCD wouldn't see that. Now, the, if there was one, even the, the the way you can sort of identify these, if you go to start to look at um, the voltage, so you measure line to neutral on the voltage indicator, you're going to get around about 100, 220 volts. If you then go line to earth, you'll get 110 volts. If you go neutral to earth, you get another 110 volts. That's the types of these small generators we're talking about. The larger generators, you a, you'll get you'll get those. Anything to earth because there's nothing at there's nothing. It's, the windings aren't connected to. Yeah, the earth pin, so, the so just just simply between the two, isn't it? You're going to get those to, between the two terminals. You're going to get that 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 um, 220, isn't it? And each one is 110 each, isn't it? So it's across them you get the the 220. Well, it would it, where it's centre tapped, you get and centre tap means centre tap to earth. Yeah. So it but in these floating generators, up to six up to six kVA, you, you wouldn't see you, that. You're going to get that. But as you know, um, Burger vans. <laughs> they're um, the ones <laughs> the chip vans and the, they're know, the ones we see aren't and they? there are some good manufacturers out there the yeah. bodybuilding uh, manufacturers but of course there's a lot of 
mashup <laughs> installations going on. The other ones that we, we, we tend to tend to see is the larger generators that do need an earth. Now these that do need an earth, it's not BS seven six seven one world, is it? This is into a different world, isn't it? Well it's uh, usually events or exhibitions, aren't they? Yeah. They're, they're, so there's a different uh, There's a different standard. Yeah. yeah. So BS seven four three zero, the code of practice for earth thing Ah, oh, but what's the one? What's the one for temporary installations? Ah, oh, BS seven nine oh nine. That's it, seven nine oh nine. And funny enough, it's just been last week was published. Twenty twenty three is the is the new version. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's so there's a, a complete there's a, revision. There's a, there's yes, another version out there. Now we spoke to a guy at yeah. this tech talk about this because he had a problem, didn't he? He did. He he came to me because he he knows I do the work with the band, and he said he was putting these generators in, and he just couldn't get the twenty ohms mm. on so on the on the Earth electrode, and he said, "What was my solution?" I said, I don't have one because I don't put the generators in. <laughs> I just ring someone up and they come and do it. <laughs> he said, yeah, but I'm the bloke you ring up. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, so it's a problem. It, he's talking about particularly difficult areas where there's concrete surfaces. Yeah. Um, not so bad if you've got a nice yeah. big grassy field. Yeah, yeah. You can get an electrode and you might get your, you might get your 20 ohms. But, um, but again, you've got to get that 20 ohms before you energise, haven't you? Well, your colleague, Leon, um, he was talking to us about a lot of the stuff he's doing around earthing over at the IET. And he was saying that there is uh, a thought that we should be moving away from driving electrodes in because of the danger associated with that practice of driving yeah. these rods into the ground mm-hmm. and then trying to move towards a, a culture that includes mats over electrodes and maybe that's maybe that is right we should be looking to do that well you can get a greater surface area can't you so if it's if it's difficult to get that contact well hang on step back what would be the scenario because a generator conventionally we'd be looking at a generator for something either backup or temporary <laughs> well you've got to dig dig them out in temporary yeah yeah <laughs> that'd be, that'd yeah, be yeah. hard so wouldn't it yeah. i mean he's doing these big da- outdoor shows you need to you know, put in a yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I certainly see, I've, I, and I've certainly seen um, the mat concept in terms of the skids, the metal skids that the vans park on. I've seen yeah. that. Yeah, well. it yeah. it's almost so like that, putting yeah. the contact of yeah. the base of the generator going to be enough. You know, if it's a big old surface area. I've seen it where enough. where where those mats they're interconnected, but they've been connected to the main earthing terminal. Yeah, and, and whatever they're oh. achieving, I don't know. But this twenty ohms is. Is 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 completely impossible in the, in the big scheme of things. Isn't it? <laughs> well, we, 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 he was telling us how impossible it was because he said he can only drive an electro two hundred. Well, he said after it's granite. Or something. Yeah, that's right. It was granite. It's about twenty mil into the ground. He said he couldn't get it any further. And then he told he drilled a pilot hole, didn't he? That's he it, yeah. Drilled, drilled through the rock, through the rock to, to try, try and, and get. What you're he... not going to get contact with that. No, that's, not at all. It's not going to work at all. So, generators in their own, they, 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 they're, they're quite specialist. We're also talking about potentially going off um, structural steel. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if yeah. you were near something, yeah, absolutely. you potentially go yes. to that. But yes. you do introduce some, them, if it's a PME system. Into that building, which yeah. you used as your, as your met- reference to Earth. What you're talking there, what's, uh, I'm going to say base 7909, but certainly the IT, IT has two publications on the back of 7909, and it's, uh, it's the temporary power systems. And the practitioner's guide to temporary power systems. That's a good plug, mate. Well done. Uh, yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm here all week. Um, uh, so you'll find uh, information there. But what that the, the concepts of of, of of electrical environment come into play. So, for instance, you've got a building like this, and this is probably a good example. Plush building. You've got electrical supply in here, but the film crew needs some super duper lights or some effects and they've got a generator and they bring their cables in yeah. Yeah, and they're yeah. bringing in their electrical environment. A bit like a Venn diagram if you think about oh, it. I've seen this, yeah. And, and that's the concept. So you need yeah. to consider what's going on there. 
Yeah. Now, it might be that you connect the main earthing terminal of the generator to the main earthing of the building, but really, that's, would, would that's, you? that's no. unless there's something super-duper going on, that that design works for that. But you, you really need to keep the electrical environments separate as best mm. you can and control it and have someone in charge of the situation to say, don't touch that and that at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> but in that scenario that you've just outlined, them, like you, you're not, are you? Because you're bringing, let's say, a class one pit light it's got running the oh, right. no, no. So, so this is this is how where you do reduce it so you will find a lot of the equipment is all class two and you're using conductors that are double insulated and this is this is a way of reducing that risk it'd be very rare you'd start to start use stuff that was class one in that type of environment where you're bringing two systems into one or bringing one system into another that you've got to keep separate this is what mark was on about you've got to have someone who would manage that and and control that right because that generator set that you're supplying from it's got different characteristics to the natural supply that you find in, in the installation. And you do have to be trained up on this. And there are, it's a different standard and it's a different part of BS 7671 for some of them. And it even alludes to there that it's a different standard. So it's, it's bigger and better than what we, what we thought it was. But these generator sets, I, I'm, they get used or misused on so many bases. People just think it's yeah, just strike a generator up, that'll get me what I need to do. Mm-hmm. There's loads of things you have to think about with generator mm-hmm. sets, especially the bigger ones. The big ones that are sat there waiting for something to go wrong, they're the ones that tend because they're not used all the time. People will look at them and not really take account of them. I've done EICRs before where we've gone in and people have said, Yeah, we've had lots of people check this out, loads and loads of years, and you say, But there's no earth. No, it doesn't need enough. I've got an earth in the building. No, no, your, your generator says it needs an earth. How long has it been like that? 30 years. <laughs> so you get these. Because because it's it's a standby generator, yeah. people think lesser of it. Yeah. Well, hold on a minute. If that's standby. Once it's, yeah, you, once it's not standing yeah, by. You really need it. But you're, if you've got a standby, uh, standby generator for a building like this, let's say we're in a big hotel at the moment, aren't we? If the standby generator, because I'm going to keep things going. But if you've lost the supply mm. to the building, you could have lost the connection to Earth. Mm, yeah. So then you need to consider the, the connection to Earth for the generator and the installation that's at that the point because yeah. yeah. you can't rely on the incoming cable anymore. No, that's it, yeah. So these, I mean, these, so there are different standards out there that we should probably be looking at if you're going to go down the generator set. But I think you're right, Mark. As you said earlier on, we're going to start to see different things available on the market to use as generator sets. And they fall under that umbrella of generator sets. Mm-hmm. So what are you... What, What's going to happen then? Are you guys at the IET or the international level? You said Netherlands have outlawed some of these. So these are kits that you buy. So how are they outlawing it? Because you, surely you can't stop people well, buying ba- them. Well, ban the product. I mean, uh, banning the product. For instance, right. through trading standards in this country, we, right. we could we could out- ban a product. It doesn't meet the requirements of of our, of our national standards. So it would be um, illegal to sell in this country and trading standards would get involved if that was happening. Yeah. Or whatever, you know. But, of course, you can import... Again, I mentioned, you can import things through eBay. But So, banning a product... Uh, Nothing against eBay, of course. No, no, no. no, no. Or any other... Other other bidding sites (laughs) are available. Uh, Banning a product because it's being used badly, it's a shame, isn't it? Because they they can be used correctly, but it's their use that's that's not being done correctly. You can't ever stop uh, someone with the intention of doing something, yeah. can you? So um, electrical installation standards are about making the installation safe for the expected use, and it's expected that that item of equipment will be used in accordance with the manufacturer's instructions. Yeah. But if the manufacturer's instructions aren't suitable for a particular country, you're on a, on the back foot already, and if you then implement that appliance 
in an electrical installation not intended for it. There could be unintended consequences. Mm. It's going to be a tricky one, isn't it? Because I guarantee you there are going to be people out there that are starting to knock up systems of a couple of panels and there will be... Like my dodgy neighbour, there'll be people that think, all I've got to do is watch plug on that. Yeah, I hope he's not listening right now. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be thinking, all I've got to do is put that in there and I'm off and running. That's it. There's going to be that that people that do that. Absolutely. Or there's going to be them people that make make them up themselves. It's it's going to happen. We're going to see it. And that's going to be you guys having to... Again, you can't stop somebody somebody running an extension lead into their bathroom and sticking a telly on the end of the bath. No, yeah, they're they're just idiots, aren't they? It works very well. (laughs) I've used it. I guarantee it works. Freezes <laughs> your hair if you're not careful. So generator sets. I think what we've concluded here, generator sets. If any of you are working with generator sets, if you're working into that, that moving into that temporary field, there's a definite standard you need to get your head around. That is available. And again, the guys at the IT can help you with that. If you are looking for generator sets to add to your existing supply and you're worried about the energy that you're using, so you want to go over to generator sets, just be careful. It's not as easy as you may first think. Generator sets need to be given really the thought that you're going to put the proper design in there and then the proper installation. It's not a case of plug and play with these things. It can be quite dangerous, can't it? So, yeah, look out for that. If you've liked what you listened to, we hope you have. Please like and then share with us so they can enjoy the moment as well. And until next time, thank you for joining us and thank you for listening to another CF Tech Talking podcast.